hey, hey. So let's do a Just Julia episode. Yesterday was my birthday. I will tell you, it was a super luxurious day. I slept in. I had chocolate covered strawberries for breakfast. Then I went to go get a massage and a mani-pedi and I finally got my hair done. Not, none of that happened yesterday. You know what happened yesterday? First of all, my daughter puked three times in the morning after she's already been out of school for over a week. (laughs) Seriously? Happy birthday to me. So that's really how the day started. I did have a like Reiki session, which I didn't know what to expect because I haven't really done any of that. And I will put her name in the show notes because she was amazing. And she was from Russia. I love people with accents. And I was like, where is your accent from? And it's just amazing how we can connect with somebody way, way on the other side of the world. So that was super cool. So I, we have Launch Society, which is our coaching that Kirsten and I do with our click branding business. So we had that as always on Wednesdays. And then I went to that session and then the rest of the day was me <laughs> trying to get my ish together because some things have transpired. So I had an amazing opportunity kind of open up, come on my radar uh, for a contract position. So side note, so Just Julia episodes are just me blah, blah, blahing and talking about like what's going on in my life and my career because obviously it's my podcast and I started this show the day I graduated beauty school last year. And you've kind of been on this journey because I graduated when there was, when it was COVID and nobody was hiring. So let me see if I can bring this together. Some new opportunities arose, arisen, and I was presented a new contract opportunity. So what that means is sometimes bigger companies, they don't hire employees, but they hire somebody who's the contractor, which means I am still my own independent person. I pay my own taxes and they contract me for a certain either amount of work or retainer, a time of work. All right. So I'd done a a position like this for the first time in the summer. Absolutely loved it. I met so many cool people in the company and who were prospective clients of the company as well. Just learned so, so, so much about being on the inside of a, you know, million dollar online business, which was just So, so amazing. Such an amazing opportunity. Well, then that contract came to an end last, like last day of July or something like that. And then August, I went traveling and you heard about all those stories and we had so much fun in August. So September rolls around and I decide that, you know, I'm going to buckle down with my online business, Click Branding. And then I'm going to try to do two days a week uh, at the salon booth running. But that bumps me again against this issue of me, me having to go find clients, which the whole reason, not the whole reason, but one of the reasons I went to beauty school is in my online business, which I love, I have to go out and find all my own clients, right? It's my business. I don't have a sales team. I am my sales team and nobody knows about my business unless, you know, I tell them about it or I have, you know, online marketing, which is a whole other beast and can of worms to, to market my business and to get me people to, Tell them about my business, right? 
So I'm, I'm the, I, I do everything in my business. So I went to beauty school thinking, oh, I can take a little break. I can take a break from finding customers. I'm just going to walk into a salon. And side note, when I did do this, I was ready to just walk away from online. I was so frustrated with the online industry and all the smoke and mirrors and honest to, you know, God BS that goes on in the industry. And it made me not want to be, you know, you know, when there's just something just like, ugh, you don't want to be a part of it. Right. Well, long story short, the whole reason I'm back in the online industry is I want to be a solution, not part of the problem. So I couldn't walk away because I, because I've kind of like been in there too long and in the space too long. And there's so many people that haven't been in the space as long and haven't seen what I seen. And I want to like guide them in the right way. So September rolls around and I was like, okay, cool. Don't have this contract anymore. We're going to launch podcast baby again. That's our program where we teach people how to launch their host their own podcast in 30 days. And then <laughs> I just happened to see a post. Just happened to see it. It's wasn't a, it was a post for a, we're in this group called women helping women entrepreneurs. And we pay $97 a month to be in this group of like 500,000 female entrepreneurs where we're allowed to like go Facebook lives and, and, and basically like share our opportunities. Right. Well, for the members who pay that $97 a month subscription, there's a, a, subsidi- a second group. And in that group, somebody whose event I went to in person a long time ago posted that one of their clients was looking for help on their sales team. Now, remember, that's, <laughs> that's all I do with my online business, right? I have to go get my own clients. And then I, you know, Kirsten is, does mostly like the web design and if we do strategy with them. But sales is a majority of what I do. So I was like, oh, you know, this position kind of sounds like that thing that I did in the summer for that client that I really liked that I'm not doing anymore. Let me check it out. Introductions were made. Interviews were had. They were looking for a full-time contract. And you know, Julia does not do (laughs) full-time. Julia is not available for full-time employment. Julia has not been available for full-time employment since 2005. So I was like, okay, straight off the bat, I am not like maybe like 20, 30 hours. I might've said 20, 30, 30, 40. I can't remember, but I was like, not like 40, like, no, not a lot of hours. So the owner of the company is like, you know what? I think we can make 30 hours work. So I was like, cool. Super cool. So I was like, put together the contract. I'll sign it. Well, you know, like have to talk to this person and that person and, you know, emails exchanged and whatnot. So it was a couple of days and a couple of conversations after I got the contract. Well, in the meantime, things in the Julia jungle had transpired, which is what happens in my life. Things move and they move fast when <laughs> the intention gets put in motion. So I was waiting for this like contract I was waiting for this contract and in the meantime we actually became clients of this company that I'm going to do the contract work for because I believe in what they're doing that much that much that we made our biggest time and money investment to date since we've been in business with this company so I actually enrolled as a client before I signed the contract to be a contractor with them now I'm knowing how much work as a client that we're going to have to do. I was like, ooh, I don't really feel comfortable devoting 30 hours 
to, to being on their sales team when I want to go through the, the, you know, it's a 12 month program. I want to go through the program and implement it with Kirsten. So, so things had changed since, since my interview. And then I was struggling with this because I was like, well, one thing, one thing great about contract work is that you're getting like a con, you know, it's, it's guaranteed work and guaranteed paycheck. Whereas when you have to go find your own person to sit in your chair, or you have to go find a person that needs a website or what coaching or whatever it is you're selling, your pay, you're only paid when you go find that person. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to do this contract thing. But I was like, man, I'm really devoted to being a, a, a student and, and their own client. So I don't think I can do the 30 hours. And then I was thinking, well, what do I like about the 30 hours? I like the consistent pay, which is what you have. If you're at a salon and you're commissioned or, or hourly, you get that commission pay, consistent pay. As a booth runner, I do not get that because I'm new and I'm building my clientele. So I'm like, my brain's just thinking and I didn't sign the contract yet. And I'm going, what do I like? I like the consistent pay. And I was like, you know what? There was that gal that had that salon that I connected with, but we never did. And then we're going to Zoom and that didn't happen. So I sent her a text and I was just like, hey, are you still looking for a stylist? And she's like, actually, I am. So now... I get on a, a FaceTime chat with her and she's like, I, only, I, I probably need somebody one day a week. And I'm like, perfect. It's like, remember, Julie doesn't do 40 hours a week. I'm like, yes, one day a week. I can still booth rent. I can go up there one day a week. And then she sent me a text and let me know based on the commission what my pay would be. And it was like, works for me. And then she's like, if you can do you know, more days, you can obviously make more income. So now I'm like, shoot well, I don't want to do this 30 hour contract because I'm not going to do 30 hours now that I'm in the actual program of the company. So I was like, Hmm, do I want to go work at this salon and just tell them, sorry, I kind of basically have another opportunity that I didn't know I had when I had the interview. What the heck do I do? What, what do I do? I don't want to take the 30 hour position, but I really want to work for the company. And if I do take the 30 hour contract, then it's going to like cut into my salon time. Maybe I'll get one day a week at the salon if I'm lucky. It was like super at a crossroads. Hey, hey, I'm back. So (laughs) it's been a few days since I recorded the birthday episode after my birthday. And it's now two weeks after my birthday or a week. I don't know. I can't even keep track of time. Can you keep track of time? I never know what, that is the one downfall of being self-employed. You never know what day of the week it is. Okay, so now I'm at this crossroads of what do I want to do? Because I've got this 30-hour contract sitting on my desk. And now I have this potential opportunity to be a commission stylist, which is what I kind of envisioned um, doing while my daughter was in high school. So what happened was I ended up going and meeting the salon owner and the salon is super Julia's vibe. It's so fun. It's an old library and it's like an Elks Lodge or something, but it's a brick building. It's totally, oh my gosh, it's so eclectic, my style. And she's got this, this retro themed furniture and huge ceilings. And then there was the stairs to where she has a bridal lounge 
for weddings. Obviously, they haven't done them since COVID. And I was like, you do weddings. Now, remember, I don't know if I've discussed this anywhere on the show, but I used to be a wedding invitation designer from 2000 to 2010. That business launched when I did my own wedding invitations and kind of snowballed from there. So I love my brides. I love working with my brides. I miss working with my brides. And I was like, oh, if I'm a hairstylist, I could do a wedding once a week. And, you know, instead of working all week, I could just do a wedding, a wedding party. So when I told the owner, I was like, yeah, I want to do weddings. She was, her eyes like lit up. She's like, you do? Do you know how to do updos? I was like, oh my gosh. We, We were supposed to do styling in the beginning of school, but the curriculum ended up being updos. I literally did updos for three months. It was a nine month curriculum. So a third of my education was updos. We were all, by the end of that third month, we were like, we got this, we can do wedding hair. And I think everybody but me has, (laughs) has definitely done some, done, done some wedding hair. Maybe Cassidy hasn't. So, and I'll have to interview all my co-friends from beauty school and have them on the show. That'll do like a little mini episode series. That'll be fun. All right. So now I'm digging the vibe. The salon owner's super nice and the atmosphere is super cool. And then here's the cool thing. The clients are super cool. They're super chill. They don't want curls. They don't want blowouts. Half of them go out with their hair like half wet. Like they're just so low maintenance, which is so my style. I, I think I'm the same way back in the day when I actually got my hair hair done. I'd be like, nah, just like let it go. Or I would plan my hair appointments like on a day where I wanted my hair to look good. And then I would want them to, to do it. All right. So digging the salon, digging the owner, digging the vibe, digging the opportunity to do wedding hair and have a really nice private setting. Cause I am all about the experience in any business that you have the experience for the customer. And so this salon makes a really nice experience. Just anybody coming to get their hair done or if somebody wants to do a bridal party. So I'm sitting there conflicted, you know, and I'm watching her do her thing and interact with her clients. And I could totally see me working here. And then I get this twinge of, but I like my chair. I don't want to give up my chair. Right. So I think I come to a solution and in the midst of all this, I did bring my laptop and I think I'm checking some emails because now I, at this point, have accepted the contract position and um, committed to doing my, my 15 hours um, for the week and, and just getting onboarded and up to speed, which is always the longest part, I swear, um, being like a contract client. So yeah, so I'm sitting there, I'm totally digging this. And then she said that, you know, she has another stylist there that's been there with her a long time. And you know, of course she's the owner, but she really values that stylist opinion, which I like, that was really cool to me. And it seems like a fit for both of us and happy to bring you on board. But I really like want you to meet her first before I say yes, like you can start taking clients. So here's the other thing. So when you're a booth running, you, you know, you run your own book and I'm just a small, like one woman show and work like one day a week if I'm lucky. So I don't need online booking and that expense and being all fancy pants, you know, for my seven clients that I have that are in my book because they just book from one appointment to the next, like the same day and same time that they were there. So her system is, I don't remember which system it is. There's, you know, there's a bunch of different software. So she uses one of the salon softwares and then for like checking people out, do, 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 you just you know, mark their services. And then if they want to book appointments, she says most of the people just go online. And while I was there, three phone calls came in, which is a super good sign. And I heard her trying to figure out where to squeeze them in, which is why 
she would like another stylist because they're turning turning away people they can't get people in because they have new clients and it's just there's only two of them and they have amazingly more work than they can keep up with right now so I would kind of be an overflow day and then people if they didn't want to wait could hop or, or they were new could hop on my schedule so it goes right through the scheduler online or they call and they just like open up the schedule and like a haircut takes 45 minutes and you know whatever the stuff is hopefully I can do it in the t- in the time that's allotted so you kind of just know this is the box of time I have and I feel like I'm getting all tongue-tied. I'm trying, I'll try to slow down and like gather my thoughts. So that's a really cool feature. And, and basically it's like, be, it's like basically like being a booth runner only better because I can set my own schedule. I can just turn my hours on and off. Obviously I'm going to be driving an hour and a half. So I would just want to fill in everything, you know, just open one day a week. So people fill in that day. And then if, for some reason I had time in my schedule, which I don't foresee, I could open up a second um, or even third day of the week. So I I worked it out with the contract company. Oh, I have, okay. I think I'm missing a part in that story. So I committed to Mondays and Wednesdays with them just for me because I'm trying to get my ish together and get on a schedule like once and for all. So I figured I could do the contract work on Mondays and Wednesdays and then Tuesdays and Thursdays could be salon days and then Fridays and Saturdays could be like free like days to catch up now obviously I have click branding to work on in there so I've reserved 10 o'clock until 12 o'clock Monday through Friday for click branding and then while we're getting ready to launch podcast baby that's really important to me we have really big goals for that and we want to help a lot of people launch our podcast this year so I'm only gonna work on Thursdays until the end of November when we get that launched and our students enrolled because I need a whole day just to devote to the podcast baby so I'll be doing podcast baby all day Tuesdays and then the salon all day Thursdays which leaves my Fridays to pick up a day at the salon or do more work for podcast baby or 31 or Jacqueline Pro or whatever it is that I need to like pick up some like an extra solid day or a chunk of time because Otherwise, I'm just doing a power hour here and there throughout the week for for different projects. So, that's my plan. Now, I have to like the new Supalinda, which makes me feel sad because I totally love it there. And it's been an amazing experience. And she's amazing. And, yeah, I think it was the right opportunity at the right time when I found her. You know, leaving the other salon that wasn't a fit because I didn't want to work full-time and pay full-time booth rent. So I know what a blessing it was that I was able to do and am, am able to do the, the part-time booth run with her. So now I have to decide like, ooh, like what do I like just want to like not rock the boat and just, you know, s- stick to like doing that. But I'm like, eh, but I just, I, I like the idea of, and this is why I like the contract work. Cause I just, those days I open up my calendar and whatever appointments are on there, I call those people and I connect with them and I love connecting with people and I love helping people and I love helping business owners and people that are you know I have been a business owner for 21 years 21 years I've owned my business and for 16 of those I've been 100% self-employed so I love just helping other people like step into that role and and be their own boss so which doing hair is great and it's fun and it makes people feel good, but it's not like helping them be their own boss. 
<laughs> and that's really important to me. I want to help people do that. This is one of the reasons I was born. So now I'm digging this, you know. So then I actually stopped in the salon and I started telling Belinda the story. I'm like, ba 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 ba. And I get up to like the part where I have the 30 hour contract and I'm also a client. And then she was like, Are you going to even keep doing hair? And I was like, Yes, I'm totally going to keep doing hair, but I don't want to build my book. And she's like, Well, you kind of have to come here and sit. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't build my book overnight. And side note, the day I'm recording this, I actually did have, well, I was in the middle of doing my one haircut for the day and two gentlemen walked in. I'm like, can you, can I help you? And they're like, do you have, like, can we get a walk-in haircut? I was like, crap, like one haircut. And you come in like right when I'm getting ready to finish it. There goes $40. So the other girl did it. And then while I was doing somebody's hair, a phone call came in and Molly's like, can anybody do a haircut? And I was like, okay. So here's one thing I learned when I'm threading. A haircut can mean a couple different things. It can mean some other stylist jacked it the F up and you have to fix it. Or they just want to trim. Or that time I had that girl that her hair literally filled the entire sink. I'd never seen so much hair in my life. And she's like, I want layers and I want it really short. And it literally took me two hours to do a trim. It was crazy. So now I know what's a haircut, what's a trim. And then she said she wants a mohawk. And I was like, I don't know how to do a mohawk. And the girls were sweet. They're like, you got this. We're here to help you. That's how you learn. So I said, okay, I can take them. I can take her. Well, then the Mohawk girl came in and she literally was probably the number one, like over her whole head. Like she had no Mohawk. So it was really easy. So then um, Belinda's like, that's so easy. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I told her, okay, where do you want this to go? And then like, how far does it go? I'm thinking like Mr. T, like, I don't, you know what I mean? He had it short on the he had it on the top, but I don't think he had it on his back. And I was like, oh, a mohawk goes like the whole way around the head. So um, she showed me where to do that. And I used my cordless clippers. And I was like, don't worry, I'm a graphic designer. I'm always upfront with people. I'm like, I've never done a mohawk before. And I've never used my clippers down to the zero, zero before. So I just, and you know, she's like, it's, it's good, I'm not worried. But she was there because she tried to do it herself. And then it didn't, she tried to give herself a mohawk. I don't know how you give yourself a mohawk. That'd be like really tricky. So she tried to give herself a mohawk and that didn't work out so hot. So then she had to shave her head. So she was coming to me because her head was shaved and then she just wanted to like start like mohawk like over. So that's what I was doing. And so that was fun. And she had like tattoos all over her face and like piercings and it was kind of like crazy. I'm like, I'm so like the opposite of you, but she was like super nice to talk to. And yeah, so then that was three haircuts I could get. Could get. But here's the thing, like I can't, build a business around hoping that three people need a $20 haircut that come in. It doesn't really work for me. I'm not cost cutters. So today was fun because I did get to like do three people's hair. And then, but I got some massive clarity. Sorry if this story like jumps all over the place. It's kind of how my brain works. So I'm, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know what to do. And it's funny, my coach, Lauren, I send her messages and I'm like, and then she like okay like let's do this and then like by the time she like gets back to me I gotta figure it out <laughs> so this morning I woke up and Belinda is like I have my first like team member and my heart like so remember I I'm with the company that only sells products to hairstylists and then 
we can build a team like like as I did with 31 of just hairstylists you know we recommend to so Belinda's on my team and she and she joined my team the first day I met her which was so freaking cool of her and she holds a super special place in my heart for just trusting me and then she went all in with it a couple months later so she's getting her first team member and when I saw that text I was like this this is what I want to do I want to help people build their businesses I want to help people create financial freedom I want to help people you know create more abundance and time and money and and all the things that they like to do in their life and I know the power and what comes from being with a company in fact 31 celebrates 18 years this month and I'm going to Columbus on next weekend for an executive um, leader retreat so I'll have to fill you fill you in on that so I know like what a blessing it, you know how it shaped me as a, as a leader and like a support team and, and friends and it's you know provided me like both in my team and in the company so it's like I want to do that I really want to do that I want to reach stylists that's why I have this podcast I love talking to you I love you know I hope you love listening to me and, and hearing my journey and the journeys of everybody you know that's walk the path before you so I just I was like it was totally solidified so am I you know remember I said way back when this year I want to get better at making decisions maybe that's why I have so many decisions to make God's like you said you want to get better at making decisions Julia so I'll give you lots of decisions to make so it was just so clear as like night and day to me that I want to build a team I want to spend my time sharing you know the opportunity to buy direct from this amazing company use amazing products be part of amazing family and um amazing team if i do say so myself so i was like that's it i don't i don't want my chair anymore i i don't i don't i don't need it it's it's not to say i won't need it in three months or one in three months or six months or a year but where i am in my career is i don't need to be a chair runner and I only rented because I couldn't find a commission salon. And now I found the perfect, it's like the perfect fit. The only thing that could make it better is if it was a little closer to my house. But it's okay. So, and it's near the Finger Lakes. And like, we want to migrate north and live near Finger Lakes. So, who's to say one day it might not be close to me? And maybe one day the owner wants to sell it and I buy it. Like, you never know. And I don't like to think ahead like that I'm just like eh, like I'm such a go with the flow person but you know I believe in like following the breadcrumbs following the butterflies like right now this feels aligned it feels like a fit so it's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna release my chair my gal that comes to me every four weeks today I told her you know she wanted to, she wanted to rebook and I was like you know I can just come to your house and she's like really and I was like I'm kind of thinking of not having my chair here <laughs> here's the thing about when you have radical transparency that is really awkward because I was really, really upfront with Belinda in the beginning when our professional relationship started because I was coming from the other salon where I got my booth. I had already done all the paperwork, got my booth runner's license there, was planning to work there, shadowed the retiring stylist there. And then I kind of had like just some red flags and things that I was like, mm, I don't know that this salon's a fit for me right now. And then I found Belinda and I was upfront with her the whole time. I'm like, whoa, this is what I like about your salon. This is what I like about that salon. I'm gonna have to have a conversation with that owner and like, I don't know what I wanna do. And so, you know, and Belinda was just like, yeah, like whatever you decide, you know, I'd love for you to work here. I, 
you've got great energy. You know, I like your vibe. I want to work with you, but like, whatever. So then I had to have a conversation and I straight up had a conversation with that gal. And at that point I was going to like South Carolina for, no, that would have been, yeah, it was because I was like, oh, I'm going to South Carolina for like a month, which I totally did. And I'm like, I just can't commit. And I had stuff going on with Lexi. So I was, so I feel like when you're, when you, when you just own, 100% own your authority and like be a leader in your life, oh gosh, which reminds me, I have to read you the letter, the email I wrote to the company when I didn't, would you like to know what I wrote to the company when I wanted to decline the 30 hour offer and, and, and basically half it and how I got them to say, you know, how, how I positioned it and they said yes. We don't forget to, I've got to read that to you. It'll probably be like its own episode and have a whole conversation of, yes, I'll make it its own episode and have a whole conversation about that. So tune in <laughs> to my, what did I email the company to cut my hours and happen? Let them still say yes to hire me. So I feel like I don't want to wait because I still have to go meet the other stylist. I still technically have not been offered the position. I mean, technically I have, but like technically I haven't. So but I want to tell, like, I just haven't had a chance to talk to her. So I was going to bring it up. And then today I was trying to bring it up, but then she was with clients and then she had to like, go home and like, get her daughter to bed. And I was like, there wasn't no like right time to bring it up. But I wanted to be like, Hey, just so you know, I'm thinking about letting my chair go because I have this other opportunity. And you know, I am not going to, I tell her all the time. She's like, you got to sit here. And I'm like, girl, you know, I am not going to just sit here. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So she she's got another booth runner in which is great and then she said I might have to put you and the other girl next to me together because we're both part-timers and I was like yeah you totally should put us together that makes so much sense but at the same time I'm like yeah you probably like I can vacate my chair so but I just like want to keep that conversation and that like honesty open so I wanted to kind of even get her opinion like what do you think I should do so I didn't have a chance to talk to her Tuesday at because I got halfway through my story and then today I didn't get to finish. My, I finished my story, but I didn't get to the part in the story where I found a commission salon. And then, but she's gonna do my hair on Tuesday. So I figure that'll be the perfect time. So we'll be sitting there talking because she did ask me, you know, do you wanna, like, are you still gonna do hair? When I told her about the contract job. And, and she's super cool with me like doing those calls. So I'll like go back in the back room and I'll like be making those calls. And if she sees me on my computer, she'll be like, are you on a call? She's totally respectful of me having my other business. And I totally appreciate that. I like, I love you so much, Belinda. You don't even know how much I love you and how grateful I am for the opportunity you gave me when I had no opportunities. My eyes are tearing up thinking about you. I just love your salon. It's it's so nice and you're such an amazing owner and you pour into me and you're and you're excited and even after all these years like being in business and you know a lot of days like I'm in there by myself and it's like quiet and I close up late because of how Julia rolls and I literally like every single time I'm in there I just say thank you thank you thank you thank you I have, like so much gratitude for you and the salon I'm just like wow this is so much fun like I can't believe I get to do this because remember <laughs> for me it's like a hobby it's like fun it's my fun time so I'm so if you're listening to Linda, I love you. I love you. I thank you so much for the opportunity. I know this is just the beginning of because we are gonna blow stuff up. We are building an empire, a, a sheep, a shempire, sheepire <laughs> together, a vampire. We're building a vampire together of stylists who really like support each other in life and business. 
and create, you know, financial freedom and start building those nest eggs so we don't have to have scissors in our hands till we're 80. Okay, so that's that. Made a decision. Linda's growing her team. That means my team's growing. Oh, so this is funny. So I did the fair back in August. It had 31 booth. And the one hostess used to be a consultant a couple years ago. And I told her, you know, there was like a special in August. And she kind of missed that. She's in the middle of moving. And then I was like, oh, it's like we have an $18 special this month. And she's like, I totally want to join. I'm going to have a party. And then I was like, I'm leaving the salon. I'll bring you catalogs. And she's like, I have a friend that wants to join too. And I was like, see, like, see how God works in my life. Like I get one person joins one team and then two people join another team. Like what the heck? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Julia focus on 31. Julia focus on Jack Wynn. It's like, you know what? I'm going to give you two 31 people today. And I'm going to give you one Jack Wynn. Like what? Like, how does that even happen? This like literally happens every single time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, 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 do. I'm going to focus on this business because this is where I have the new team members. And then it's like, wing, surprise, new team member over here. It's the craziest, craziest, craziest thing. Okay. So I love team building. I love business coaching. I love having calls. Okay. So yes, this, so this was my day. So I drop Lexi off at school. I go up to the salon. I do hair. After I'm done doing hair, I'm doing calls for my contract work because we have a virtual event um next week for three days and I gotta just reach out to everybody and the artist VP'd and bought a ticket that's you know like hey I'm like the welcoming committee which I love to do so I was doing that for until my computer died and then I was like nine o'clock and I was like I got an hour drive home Lexi has MMA lessons tomorrow picked up a shift for a friend at the steakhouse then I'm doing uh, hair on Saturday. I'm like, oh my gosh, here I go again, doing too many things. And I'm literally feeling like my heart, like, ugh, like I get this ache in my heart where I'm like, Julia, are you doing too much? So yeah, so I'm doing the contract work, hair, and I'm like dropping off 31 catalogs to my hostess, like all in one day. And then, yeah, so that, that, that's the Julia jungle. And I'm excited, I'm super excited. So I'm going to, I was going to try to run up tomorrow so the other stylist doesn't work Tuesdays and Thursdays, which are the day I can work and get up there, but she's working Saturday. So, and I picked up this client, um, it's called flash, 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 flash. I don't remember. It's like some sort of app. How the heck did I stumble on it? I don't even know. I feel like it's flash, like F L A S S. I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes. But in there, somehow it was like 20 bucks you get listed and if you, you like buy credits or something to like reply to people. And if you don't get a listing, if you don't get a cl- one client from there, you get your money back. Well, I was about ready to go dig up my information to get my money back because I always reply to people and I never got a client. But this super nice girl like messaged me and then I got her to text me and like send me pictures. So she's coming on Saturday for like a hair transformation. And then, so I'm gonna run up to the salon Saturday to meet the other stylist and then come down and do hair. And then I should know by the time I sit in Belinda's chair on Tuesday and have her do my hair so that I can be like, look, I found a commission salon. I'm just gonna go there Thursdays. I don't have to go look for clients. I can just turn on my calendar and they will fill my book, which is how I like to roll. And then, and then I won't be in my chair anymore. And podcast baby will be launching and it'll be so see 
I'm still building my business quick branding. It's like we're at like the two year mark. So, and I don't, I put every, we put every penny, like we invest every penny back into the business. Like haven't invested, I haven't withdrawn a paycheck at the end of the year. We like, I took money out to pay taxes, but like we don't really pay ourselves. So I don't have an income from that yet. So I'm still in the building stage, but I like feel like once it's like built up to us getting a sustainable monthly income and I can pull a paycheck, then I'm not going to need to really spend a t Like I won't need to spend hours like in the building phase and the launching. Like once this podcast baby is launched, hopefully that should generate enough revenue literally for the next year to give us a paycheck is the, like a pretty decent like salary. So that's kind of the goal with that. And then, then I would like have another day to do hair or, or whatever project I dream up or all my 31 team will have exploded and my Jack Wynn team that I'll just be like doing coaching stuff on, on those days. So I'm home from the salon. I'm hungry. It's late. And I think that fills you in on where I'm at right now. So yeah, things are Things are transpiring. The new contract gig. This is my first like full week. And interviewing at the salon. And then getting my hair done. And then going to Columbus next week for 31. And then the next week we're going to Dallas for Jack Wynn Convention. Which I don't even know what to expect. But I know it's going to be a complete awesomeness. So thank you for tuning in to another Just Julie episode. This one was super duper looper long. And um, I can't wait to fill you in on what transpires and how things go leaving my chair and um, going to the commission salon and keeping you um, up to date. And if you're in transition or you've got stuff going on, you know, you can always leave a message on the show note. I think it's Anchor. You can like leave me a message and I'd, I'd love to hear it. So yeah, I hope you're having a, a fantastic hair day, fantastic week, fantastic month, fantastic year, and a fantastic life. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. All right. Bye.